guys, so I'm Ter and I'm Belle. Welcome to Backtrack. Welcome to episode 3. This episode is all about working in the COVID world and more specifically um, working in your first job. So we invited Arya Numali, who's my blockmate from UANP and my business partner who recently graduated and started the application process and started her first job during lockdown. Hey R, so let's get into it. Um, I want to ask first, like, how was the application process, like, with the mindset of how everything was going on? Looking back at the, my experience with the whole application process, it was, it was really a lot of emotions to take in because you know, the context of what was happening. So, parang, when you're at this stage in your life wherein you're about to graduate, you kind of want to graduate with so much hope. Like, you know, you're about to start in the real world, but then this whole COVID thing happens to you and your world kind of stops to a certain extent because you're forced, not only are you forced to stay at home, but, you know, you're not you can't do so many other things on a normal on a daily basis in terms of like the application process it really changed a lot of things first with me parang on top of that on top of the emotions from covid it's also so many other things like you start to think about are there any opportunities even open for you out there at this time because you hear all these companies you know letting go of so many of their workers given the economic status and like they cost cut and try to you know they fire so many other people so how am i supposed to expect myself to be hired if companies are firing their people and then to add to that like there are so many things in the headlines like um you know how there's going to be some sort of economic depression if i use that word word correctly and you know there's a sense of hopelessness in the application process yeah like even if you get the job what if after a few months you're gonna lose it yeah because exactly. a lot of companies yeah like a lot of companies like first in first out yeah exactly so like yeah. it's just so weird yeah like i get what you mean it is and like of course you can't just stop at that right like at the end of the day you kind of still want to work and provide or help your family in some way because this is the time of your life where you you're supposed to start working already so i think it's a matter of being resilient and that's what i tried to tell myself um during the whole process like i was on linkedin every day looking at any openings even in even in companies that i had no idea or have never heard in my life before parang i was really open to any kind of job you know like customer service okay like i'll apply (laughs) or like the time was graveyard shift parang okay no problem i'll apply for it like and like it came to a point now when i was on linkedin i practically like memorized the openings already like nothing was new anymore so when people would ask me like where are you applying i'll suggest things already because i know where there are openings which is kind of funny though are no like 
um, you know, maybe if it you were applying in a not COVID world, you might have been a bit more picky. Yeah. With your jobs, yeah. but like because you know you just gave your shot to any company that would take you mm-hmm. in, it kind of made you more open to exploring other things. Yeah, I agree. Parang like to that point, I expected to, you know, like. You ask yourself before, where do you want to work in the future or when you graduate? And I really said that, you know, I want to work in an FMCG, in a multinational. But this whole thing really forced me to, in a good way, to explore what my options are also beyond what I expected for myself. And, you know, like, I was really able to open my doors and be open to other kinds of work, not within the field of what I studied or like not just an FMCG so yeah. I guess that's what that you know I'm thankful for that because at least I was able to find an opportunity in where I'm working in now which is in Beauty and Manila and like it's not what I expected to work it's not the company I expected to work in but yeah. parang, I'm still super happy that I made that choice at the end of the day yeah <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, I don't know so, if I'm making sense. Yeah. No, it makes a lot no, 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 sense. No, 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 yeah, you are. I really like it. So, after... Okay, so let's go to your interview process already for BDMNL. Mm-hmm. How was yeah. it? Actually, I'll talk about the general interview process. So, like, for all the... I had so many interviews for different companies. Like, I, more than I can count. And I... It was hard because I think it's so hard to tell a person from your screen. I felt like the application process in itself was a bit more yeah. difficult because you can't you can't connect with your your interviewee in person or you know, parang you can't actually connect with that person and like there were some interviews where their cameras were off. Yeah. and they'd mute themselves so it really felt what? like i was just talking to myself yeah like i had experiences like that and parang so they'd mute themselves their cameras were off and then they'd ask me question after question and i just felt like you know my camera was on and like i was like oh my gosh like how am i not supposed to choke in this yeah. kind of interview <laughs> but yeah it's I mean, hard it was a challenge yeah but i'm thankful like for my interview with Beauty Amnal. So I actually interviewed to become an intern. And so like, as I said, I was open to any opportunity, even if it's not a permanent opportunity, I applied to become an intern. And I I think out of all of my interviews, um, I felt most, how do you say that, comfortable in my interview in Beauty MNL, and I think that says a lot also. That's so interesting though, and like what, what you were saying about how since the interviews were online, it goes mm-hmm. to show how like the social inter aspect is so important because you Super. get to know more of the person's personality, how they interact with you. Mm-hmm. And it's such an interesting experience because who would have thought you know, you'd for a first job you'd have to be interviewed online, right? <laughs> yeah. Crazy, crazy. But now that you're working from home, how how has it been like for you? Um so actually for me I love working from home. <laughs> 
I don't know if a lot of people would agree with me. It's just like for me specifically because for college, I stayed in Pasig away from my family. And now that I'm at home, for the longest time I've ever been in how many years, parang, I feel like it's a blessing. Like I'm really thankful for the work from home situation. Yeah. And you were with me like, though, R. You were yeah. with me in that building. So I bet that was, was sufficient uh, enough. We go grocery. Was a distraction, siguro. I'll think about it. <laughs> we, we used to go grocery together in Shangri-La yeah. every every time and then, then we'd we wouldn't up eat for the until the bread is on sale at 8 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> at 8 p.m. though. There's a, there's a sale for the bread section. So R and I, I would just it. walk around the grocery and then wait till 8 p.m. and line up. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, R, That's continue. That's so smart, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you were, you were saying how um, you actually like working from home, but are there any like distractions mm, when you're there? A lot of distractions. The first is your bed's just right there. <laughs> um, you ha- there's so much temptation for you to just lie down and sleep and just not work. Um, second is, I think, not a distraction, but more of more than just your responsibility to work. When you're at home with your family, some of them also ask for um, things from you, like can you fix this for me? Can you go to the grocery for the family or something? So, like, that adds up to your work technically because, um, you know, you have to attend to those responsibilities also. And the third, I wouldn't call this a distraction also, but more of, it's harder to, it's more of distractions than meeting. So there were so many times where I presented and, like, to the team of the company and my dogs would start barking (laughs) or my my grandma like would enter this room and then like she'd be seen in my camera (laughs) so like those those moments when you're at home that wouldn't be the same if you're in an office and like things you need to take into consideration when you have online meetings like this yeah yeah i get what you mean though it works also the other way around like for my job, I have constant meetings with clients too, and sometimes mm-hmm. they get distracted. So I'm, you know, I'm trying to pitch something or like present something, but then yeah. something happens or like they're checking their email, and you're like, it's so hard to connect on like being physically there. Yeah. yeah. So what what helps you though, like with all those distractions? Do you have any tips? Um. I think one is you need to keep your personal space separate from your workspace. So I like to go somewhere else. So luckily we have a study room and I have my own workspace station here. And this is where I really get into the zone. So at least like you can get into that mindset of, okay, I may be at home where I am technically supposed to rest, but, um, I have my own workspace at home where I will work. Um, second is, what's hard with working from home also is people don't respect your time as much as they would if you were in an office setting. So unlike before, you know, it was it was more likely that you do work from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. or 10 to 7 depending on your company. But now, you have people who are messaging at like, 
12 a.m. or on a Sunday or you know there there are less boundaries now because everything's online um I think when it comes to those situations it's more of like you have to kind of assess whether or not um what they're asking for or if that message is really urgent or not if it's something that can wait then set that boundary for yourself and just don't reply you know i think people will understand i just i just want to ask though because i've been working from home also so kind of the same situation as R. like mm-hmm. i've never really i I met my boss a few times some of my <laughs> colleagues from work a few times just like twice or thrice yeah. which is kind of crazy because i've been working for nine months uh eight eight months and like do you feel guilty though sometimes? Sometimes I think, oh, they're gonna message me later after mm-hmm. work. So maybe I can take time to cook my lunch or go out for a while. Yeah. You know, like I feel good. Gu- or even just like lie down in my bed for a nap, you know, because yeah. you can do it. So it's like you're working on your own time. I don't know, R, if you feel any of that guilt or like, guilty. oh my gosh, I'm being paid this yeah, hour. but. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get you. I I super get you. Parang um there are times hopefully nobody's listening to me company. But like I think everyone does it though. I think everyone does it. Yeah, like there are times when you just go to the kitchen or like make food for yourself cuz you're just you're done. Like you don't want to do anything work related or lie down or go to someone your your siblings or something make them cool it or something yeah i get you there's a certain guilt there but i always tell myself you need those pauses when you work to be able to become productive again because if you don't pause then you'll just get burnt out so yeah it's part of it (laughs) i guess they're still paying you for that (laughs) Yeah, because you're still you're yeah. helping your productivity. Yeah, yeah. and there's like so yeah. much hours in a day because you're we're working from home mm-hmm. either way, you know. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. you can do so much stuff. Like you're cutting out mm-hmm. traffic. You're cutting out commute to go there. Super and, agree. You know, like it's just about not getting yeah. too distracted. Like take a break, but yeah. don't get overwhelmed with just not doing work all day. I've heard people time themselves like for oh, their wow. breaks. Oh, around, that's good. That's interesting. Yeah, actually. like they take they time ten minutes. Like for example, thirty minutes straight work, and then ten minutes break, and then three minutes again. I know there's some sort of method oh, when it comes the Pomodoro to, like, method productivity. I think that's that. it. Yeah. yeah, that one. That one. Yeah, correct. It helps though. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people just, who do it. I haven't done it, but I. Yeah, I've heard this well. <laughs> What's the Pomodoro I think it's method? you do work for 20 minutes straight and then you get a 5-minute break. Mm-hmm. And then again, 20 minutes straight and 5-minute break. So it increases productivity and I think there's some studies on it. So try it out. I think I should do that. Yeah. And then my 5-minute my <laughs> break turns into 30 <laughs> minutes. So every 20 minutes, I get a 30-minute break. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no, no. I feel like that's that's likely <laughs> to happen. <laughs> I know you get too distracted. Which brings me to my question also. Like, how's your interaction in terms of the social aspect? Because when yeah. you're working from home, yes, you have Zoom meetings or you can chat with your um, new office mates. But since you're 
you know, you don't have a relationship yet so much with them because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you started working from home, like, online, like, meeting with them online. Yeah. Like, were you able to build some kind of relationship with colleagues? Um, I think for me, personally, I'm lucky because everyone that I work with are people who are very nice. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people who work in Beauty and Manal are very young. Yeah. I can say like that this whole work from home situation has definitely affected um, relationships in how in depth those relationships are built. Like I've had a conversation with a lot of my friends about this <laughs> because we all because all of them are also working from home. So parang it's it's weird being a new a new hire in a company and starting and parang being a new hire in a company and not be not being able to see the people that you work with or not I guess online relationships can can't go as deep as how personal like workspace like being with personal, them physically yeah yeah being with them physically so yeah, yeah. I hope yes, that made sense. But like, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. like, with um, usually after work, um, you'd go out with your workmates, have dinner with them. When it's a Friday night, you guys exactly, go out. So the yeah. whole social aspect isn't there. Yeah, and you kind of don't want to be that weirdo who like messages a random person you emailed about. I don't know. You want to have an inuman <laughs> or something like. That. Like it's too weird yeah. to yeah. do that, so might as well just, just like, leave it to work topics. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, how do you balance, naman? Um, like what you said earlier, you don't mind working from home, but how do you balance that? You know, work and the work aspect and the life aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you still have a life outside of your um, work? I think for me, at the start of like first few months first few weeks of when i started working it was honestly like i don't care about balance balancing life and work anymore because i need to like get into the groove and focus on my work and like make sure that i don't do anything stupid because they might fire me or something because <laughs> you know like what Tara said first in first out like there's more expectation i guess for you in that sense so um that's a priority but as you go through you know as time goes by you kind of get used to your daily routine already with work and i have to make sure that i wake up early in the morning 8 a.m 9 a.m at the latest and make sure i'm up already and, and start and i've started to work so that i'm able to finish things in the normal time slot until 6 p.m and then once 6 p.m is done then I have more leeway to do yeah. whatever I want to do for my life. Like, do I want to work out? Um, then, and if I feel like I want to work yeah. out, I guess it's the more appropriate <laughs> <Exactly>. question. <laughs> yeah. uh, then I'll work out. Yeah. Or if I just, you know, like, want to watch Netflix or something, then give yourself that time. I think yeah. it's important that you kind of have sort of like an activity right after work. Because since you're just yeah. at home, once you turn off your laptop, you're out of work, basically. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even if you just turn it off, sometimes, you know, like, your mind's still at work. So it's important for you to 
have okay i'm done with work i'm gonna do this now yeah actually like i super agree because i've also discussed this with other people and you know how people have like their morning routines you know you wake up they shower they do whatever they do for their they exercise but it's also important <laughs> they, yeah but that's not their that's routine. so hard i swear <laughs> waking yeah. up in the morning that's yeah. such a big task sometimes <laughs> it is it is something that i think is should also be a practice is like your after work routine night Mm-mm. your after work yeah. routine you're you're like turning off work routine yeah because <laughs> yeah. you need to change that mindset talaga. it's like a deliberate change of mindset yeah so with that like um, with your whole experience from the application process to um, working from home, meeting colleagues and your boss online, um, was there anything you learned? I think one thing, some of the things I've learned is first, don't settle. Um, like I said earlier, the application process is hard and I was really open to working anywhere and everywhere because, you know, there's more now is the survival of the fittest time but at the same time i think at the end of the day something i've learned is don't settle when it comes to your work still choose to do something that you would at the end of the day want to do you know i think work is something that's meant to be humanizing so it's not an end to a means which is it's not just there for you to earn money it's also there for you to to make you a better person in the daily tasks that you do and and to make you a better human being. So just because this whole COVID situation is happening, you have to also tell yourself that the, the world is not going to stay like this forever. Yeah. And just don't settle for what the world is feeling right now, you know, like for what's happening in the world right now. And just do whatever you can do to make your daily life better. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, if someone asks you, like, if you would have it any other way, but your your first step into work life or the workforce already, like, since we just graduated, would you have it any other way? I think you can't really answer that because, yeah. you know, we've, we've been through it. Like, we have no other choice. And it just shows, like, how... Yeah how you really take things again. I really love what you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Like, things might have gone totally different for mm-hmm. you if you, you know, if COVID didn't happen, yeah. you might have been in a certain company. But either way, listening to your story, it seems pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. that things mm-hmm. worked out well. Yeah. Which is a good thing, at least, again, which Bell and yeah. I have been <laughs> yeah. trying to do. We've honestly just been trying to find yeah. good in in this situation. Yeah. Um, looking yeah. at the silver linings of everything, because again, it's also mm-hmm. mindset and how you see how you see things. True. You could we could be in a bad situation today, but if you switch it up and you know look at the bright side of it, there are a lot of a lot of opportunities for you. It's just a matter of grabbing yeah. it and making it work for you. Can I just say our batch though? It's kind of weird for us. Like it we were thrown into the yeah. workforce where they say, you know, it gets really hard. Like people warn you in college saying, you know, um work's <laughs> totally different from college. It's even harder. But like for us 
in the COVID world. I don't know if it's harder, but I'm just saying, like, oh man, like the economy, the yeah. everything yeah, else, are other things to worry yeah. about. But you know, it. I hope it makes us stronger too. And one thing I think, like, is me personally, like, being more grateful for a job, like, not being picky, because, in this climate now, like, people are already losing their jobs or you know it's difficult to find a good job so if you're in a company that you kind of like already like you're super Look, blessed yeah i think this whole situation really makes you appreciate yeah. like the the things that you usually take for granted and it kind of like pushes you to focus on the things that are more important as well just keeping at that 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 was a pretty good ending like to that topic of you know, working from home, like, I honestly learned a lot. But just, like, a side thing, are like, <laughs> it's pretty cool what you're doing. Like, it's something fun, which is the beauty sector, which is BTMNL, and how they changed, um, yeah. you know, a lot of, like, BTMNL is the first skincare, like, I don't know how, what you guys call yourselves, like, lifestyle brand, I don't know, but online like e-commerce mm. we call ourselves like the number one homegrown um, e-commerce platform in the philippines and like right now because i don't know if you know we we rebranded just recently and we say that we're really for every filipina because more than just the um beauty products that we offered when we started out six years ago which is like skincare and makeup um, the brand's really elevated itself to something that's beyond what the physical appearances of beauty. I saw the ad the um when you relaunched the re- when you launched the rebranding. I really liked it. Really? Yeah, I really Yay! liked it. Like, Thank you. And actually, it was my first <laughs> time to purchase. Also, like after seeing that, I yeah. started scrolling through the website, and then I was like, mm, "I'm like, I'm actually looking for are these you, things." Are you can? Are yeah. you so can you got your ROI report? Huh? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll put that in my presentation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to get too technical, but like, um, for you know, people who are listening to maybe you know, like, people who are interested in the field of marketing or, you know, business in general, like, um, did you learn some stuff? Because R and I um, studied IMC, which is a marketing mm-hmm. course in UANP, and, like, um, were there, like, new things that you learned just for this specific industry? Working in the beauty industry is fun. It's, it's really fun. And because um, prior to where I'm working in now, I also took an internship in Unilever for 10 months with Cream Silk. So I was also still in the beauty space. And one thing that I've learned um, from working in the beauty space is that it's a space that can be easily affected by what people say and what people think or what people perceive. Um, It's a space that can also be misunderstood as a term that I learned in this industry as frou-frou, like, you know, all your pabebe, as long as it looks cute, it will work. But at the end of the day, it's still a space that challenges you to become, to still be grounded. Um, And what I mean by this is because uh, I think beauty is something that's aspirational no matter who you are. And 
that aspirational aspect of it will always be stem from will always stem from a certain need yeah that you want to offer to anyone yeah. and whatever you're offering you just need to like give value to that need yeah like you still have to be genuine because you can you can be frou-frou or yeah, whatever you yeah, call exactly. it like you can be cute yeah, but yeah. it won't resonate really if it doesn't hit a certain spot for specific Work. groups yeah so exactly it, you know yeah. it can look cute it can look aesthetic but just like any other brand it has to fulfill a need it just looks good mm-hmm. yep <laughs> like <laughs> compared to yeah. other brands <laughs> yeah you're just, that's just more like expectation to look good yeah like you really need to have that kind of eye for beauty and um critics experiment on different kinds of ways to to go to kind of cut through all the clutter online i'm not the i'm not the marketing major i don't have a background uh, yeah, in marketing yeah, yeah. except for an online course <laughs> wow what <laughs> online course aside from that the google you know the digital oh, yeah. um digital garage thingy but yeah like it's interesting though and it makes a lot of sense like me personally i'm not i don't get easily persuaded by ads like yeah. if i see that it's cute i'm i look at it for a while i browse through it but i really think to myself like do i need it do i see the value in it and like what you were saying mm-hmm. parang in the beauty aspect for someone to actually purchase something or for someone to resonate with whatever you're selling they need to see the value in it and as a customer like i agree yay <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true like it, it's yeah yeah it's still hard work you know it's not all um aesthetic frou-frou. yeah frou-frou. <laughs> now i know the term frou-frou. i think something interesting also though about the space that i'm in is it's e-commerce and e-commerce is like a space that really thrived during this pandemic like so like i was talking to one of my friends and then he's in he's in shopee now and then he was like you know i'm pretty sure if this pandemic didn't happen we wouldn't be an e-commerce companies but that's the reality of it like this is the kind of business that's thriving right now and that's why they're able to hire (laughs) yeah and yeah i think it's good i mean of course me personally i like you know i still love going in store and the physical aspect of shopping but there's a lot of benefits too like you have a wide range of products that you could really choose and also get feedback from actual people like compared to before where you know maybe you'd only see it on a tv commercial and that's the brand you see and the brand with the most you know um budget or like yeah you know, yeah to advertise they're the ones that re- reach the most people and you know it's like a cycle but it really levels out the playing field because yeah. of e-commerce which is good like a lot mm-hmm. of small businesses if it's good and people know about it more than Beauty MNL would pick it up easily. It it's like what R was saying earlier about how mm-hmm. um she was able to adapt to, uh, to the situation given to her. I think um people also have that inherent ability to adapt to changing times. And um probably if there wasn't this pandemic, you know, 
maybe people wouldn't be into e-commerce yeah. so much. But because of this, it showed an opportunity for people to get into it and people to adapt to it and be more yeah. open to it. So I think that's something yeah. interesting. And like going back to the topic of working from home, I think another good aspect of COVID is that it can change yeah. how people work already. People are more open because they didn't have a choice. You know, maybe some companies were pretty traditional and, you know, they still like working in the office. But hopefully we can get to see, uh, like, working already, like, two times a day at the office and then three times. Or, like, you know, like, a, like yeah. have some time. Like, if, work you know, in home. the future yeah. when you have your own family, I think I would pick working from home even more. So it's, like, another good thing out of this pandemic because... People had no choice but yeah. to try it out for themselves. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, Actually, like, you know. Actually, on that point there, like, I super agree with you. Like, I think after all this, I really hope that companies would give that option to work from home. At least, I don't know, like, as you said, two times a week or something. Because I, th- I think we've... This whole pandemic while unfortunate as it is has also pushed companies to adapt in that cell in in that sense too yeah thanks so much r like for sharing all your insights (laughs) it was so interesting thanks guys